Hi, my name's Dave, the Love Bug, and this is day seven of my Napod Pomo. Uh, only just recording uh, on the seventh. It's nearly eleven o'clock at night, and uh, I'm joined here by Caroline. Hello, my name's Caroline. Uh, she, she's my wife. Uh, if you didn't know. Um, and uh, yeah, we're actually recording this inside the house, unusually, um, for a very good reason. It is absolutely hoofing it down outside at the moment. Uh, we've had 12, 15 hours. Yeah. Uh, no, probably more than that, in fact, of pretty much constant rain um, since this morning. And uh, my journey home from work this evening was over twice as long as it should have been yeah. because of um, driving through puddles. I call them puddles. They're more like small lakes. Um, and the local area seems to be the most worst hit in the United Kingdom at the moment. We're, we're actually under an amber alert uh, by the Met Office for rainfall, which usually means, you know, be prepared for the worst. In immediate danger. Yeah. Interestingly, um, the some of the newspapers that have reported it have just said a town in the north, rather than mention the town, that's because we're not as important as the Londoners and the Southerners, which is really wrong. No, but if, if you mention town in the north... Surely Sheffield is one of those that would come to mind, yes, even if you're a southerner. but they should have said, rather than a shopping centre in the north, they could have not been lazy. And actually said, and actually said Menahol Menahol shopping in centre in Sheffield, yes. Yes, my um, chief exec for where I work is currently in a hotel overlooking our offices and seeing the water getting deeper and deeper. Um, we actually work on the second floor, so the actual office will be okay. But the is ground- that the American second floor or the UK second floor? There's two floors and we're on the top one. So first floor, if you want That's to say that, floor, or yeah, second yeah. floor, whichever. Um, but the car park is under significant water, so downstairs will be affected. Mm. But that will mean that we are affected because it's not just water, it's sewage and all sorts of stuff. So it's going to have to be made safe before we are able to enter the building. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. It really isn't. On um, my... God, I would say what's really not good is the shopping centre in question, Meadow Hall, um, really, really have questions to answer. So tonight was supposed to be something called Christmas Live. Yes, I know it's November, but the shopping centre had got some celebrities, if you want to call them that. The Z-list celebrities. Z-list celebrities yeah. And a couple of um, singers. I think Ella Henderson, who was an X uh, Factor from years yeah. back, um, to do some music. Now, despite... The amber warning, despite um, Environmental Agency pointing out that there's risk of life and immediate danger, they had a stance that it was going to go ahead. And they kept on that stance. Now, the event was supposed to start at 5.30, but the gates opened from 4. They did not make the decision to cancel it till about 10 to 5. Mm. By which time, people had travelled, people had arrived... And what's effectively happened now is that the shopping centre should be closed right now, 
but there are several people trapped inside it because they cannot get home tonight. It's essentially acting as a refuge. Yeah. Um, now, what what is really good to see? I mean, there's a lot that isn't good, but the things that are good to see is that there are some um, retail establishments within Meadow Hall, but also um, like Sheffield Town Hall has opened for yeah um, for for refuge. For, our for local library. Yeah, our library's local- open for it as well. Um, I think you mentioned earlier, Caroline, that uh, Primark in. Yeah, so Primark and Meadow Hall was one of the only shops that stayed open and a lot of people bought pyjamas mm. because they're going to stay overnight. Um, I've since read and report that um, one of the car film warehouses has opened and, and offered the ability for people to charge their phones so they don't get cut off from loved ones. See, this, this is what it is. This is how organisations, retail companies or, and, and the like... This is how they should respond in this but kind of circumstance. Unfortunately, in that situation, those organisations have done that, but Meadowhall itself have been pretty useless. A lot of shops have been closed. There's not much notification. The police were saying to stay indoors, it's unsafe. And Meadowhall was saying, oh, you can pick people up from the red car park. Well, actually, no, you can't pick people from the red car park because all the roads surrounding Meadowhall are unpassable. Mm. So it's like, Bottom and elbow. I didn't know if it was a <laughs> friendly show this. So um, they're going to have questions to answer because that shouldn't... I mean, our business... I mean, I was at a different office today, but our business noticed what was happening, kept in touch, kept a look at it, reported it directly to the Environment Agency. I've got a few apprentices there. And I've checked on them tonight. And they made the decision at about 2 o'clock to send staff home to make sure that they got home safely before it got any worse. Mm. Because as far as they're concerned, it could have stopped raining, nothing really happened, it was an overreaction, jobs are good. And, but the way they've done that is they've made sure everyone's got home safely and there's no issues. Um, where I was at, even though the flooding wasn't at that side, and I checked my route, the motorways were clear, although a bit slower because of the surface spray, but I noticed there were some issues getting close to home. So I left there early. And yes, I had a bit of flooding, but I got home safe. Um, It's just a shame that Meadowhall appeared to put profit over safety. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to, there will be a lot of questions that are going to be asked about this whole scenario and how specifically how Meadowhall handled the situation. But if you look at the retail establishments that are present within Meadowhall, and there are hundreds, um, there aren't that many of the shops that could do anything to assist by being open. Car phone warehouse, yes, brilliant, because people want to charge their phones. That's a good a good thing yeah. to do. Well, someone joked about going to Debenhams and trying out some of the beds that were on display, but I think that, that might was a be pushing it thing. slightly, yeah. I think there's a lot of food courts... Food things didn't open. Well, which... this, this is this is the one. This is where I'm going with this, because you'd expect that the one thing that people will need is sustenance. Yes. And you said that most of the the food food court places, yeah, had closed down at their normal time. There are over. Is it fifty? Yeah, yeah. No, no, maybe not. It's about thirty or forty. See, I understand it on the ground level. If that was at risk of water coming in but there was an upper level which it wasn't at the time it is now no, it wasn't um, from what i understand 
the, they'd invested in some flood defences and by that what they had invested in is some metal barriers which they have put up um, and up until about an hour or so ago it had helped protect Meadow Hall itself but one of the last updates I saw is that some of the water had made it into the oasis mm. and the oasis is where all the food places Actually, are. Actually into the inside part of the yes. shopping centre. Now the the seating area is one thing that's a deep clean but if it's got into any of the food places they're going to have to completely they're gonna clean now to... they're not going to open tomorrow no um i mean our officers we've been told not to go to it because it's unlike the water receipt but even if it has it won't be a safe environment because there's electrics on the ground floor mm. if there's sewage involved that's not something that's usable but we'd prepared for this today so we've all got the ability to work from home um it can get worked around. There's business continuity there. Um, and the beauty of that is that it just it makes you feel that the company is valuing you as a person rather than just the company, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, our chief exec, because of the hotel where he's been based and he's took some cracking photos during the day, he's popping up left, right and centre on all the news channels. They're using his, his, photos, his yeah. photos. I think he'd quite enjoy that. Course, but it's been really good because he's kind of done that consistently throughout the day, so there's a good storyline there to show you how it's doing. Yeah, um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's, a, it, it, it's really sad. I mean, there's localized flooding around here. Both of our kids' schools are sorry, all three of our kids' schools, well, there's only two schools involved, <laughs> are not open until 10 o'clock tomorrow, but they'll make a judgment call in the morning whether that changes in as much as do they open or not. because one of the schools is a good three foot bit of water in two places to get to it. Mm. And the one here, whilst getting to it's easy for us, we can walk there. It's how many of the staff will be able to make there because if the staff come via anywhere like Meadow Hall or that, they're going to have trouble. Yeah. I emailed Joe the pictures of um, Joe's head teacher. Assuming they're not still in Meadow Hall tomorrow morning if they are there at the yeah. moment. Um, I'd emailed him pictures of Meadow Hall to show him how bad it was because. Mm. It's a duty of care, isn't it, for kids to make sure there's enough staff to, to look after them. <clears throat> but, I mean, I this is... It was 2007 when there was last... Well, but the, and the, yeah. Interestingly, we just read a bit of something on Twitter that in 2007, it got 2.45 metres of water at the worst point at Meadow Hall. And at 11.30 this evening, it's estimated to be in at 3.33 metres so with this being potentially worse than it was 12 years ago and there was one particular area of Sheffield, in fact it's not Sheffield, it's Rotherham, um, that was at risk of being washed away by a reservoir that was <clears throat> already bursting at the seams yeah. because of the rainfall. Uh, but there's been no mention of that. No. So I know a lot of the rainfall has been very localised. The Amber Alert that's in place at the moment is only for yeah. a comparatively short The interesting place thing is there has place. been huge investments since 2007 to improve flood defences mm. in, in and around Meadow Hall. And I think whilst it has weathered the storm, pardon the pun, in previous things... The amount of rainfall today has been unprecedented. It has been torrential. It's it's obviously been more than what they'd 
ever mm. expected because there was some flooding earlier this year, but Meadowhall wasn't affected as badly and it all coped with that. But I think with this, because it was so relentless, yeah, it's just not not being quick enough. And I know the environmental agent would have been on it straight away, but there's only so much they can do. It's Once it gets to a certain point, it's more of a... They can't prevent it, but they've got it's to react in damage limitation. Yeah, the thing is, though, that when you have large amounts of rainfall, the rainfall drains away through the drainage system into the local tributaries. But it's the local tributaries that are currently yeah. bursting their banks. So there is nowhere for this water I mean, to drain to. Where Meadowhall's base, there's also a um, pair of viaducts. So there's a down, a bottom one and an upper one, and this one's the motorway. And they were saying at the office this morning, the one, the vehicles going on the top was literally pouring water over it. And this probably that's what's helped build up the the brook and the at the, at the, the uh, ground level. Yeah. yeah. And that's how it's been so so mm. much. I mean, some of the flooding today has been in a different point from the previous year. It's been at a different part of Meadowhall. Um, I mean, it's scary stuff. I mean, on my way home from the work, loads of surface spray, but by and large, apart from a few numpties, most vehicles did the right thing. And rather than doing 70 miles an hour, they were probably averaging between 55 and 60, but you were safe. Yeah. A um, few hairy moments when you're overtaking a lorry and your visibility just kind of diminishes. Um, but when I got off the motorway, the way I would normally go said there was an issue, so I got off at Junction 3, which goes near Lakeside, um, because I'd seen that there'd been a snarl up at a certain point that I would have gone on a flatter road. And I thought, well, my logic, that'd be better because it's quite high, it's higher ground and things like that. But one of the villages we go through had got some flooding, but you could tell it was from the drains. The drains just hadn't coped because it was like really brown water. Yes. You could see the drains pouring up. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, the majority of people that were in that area were kind of being courteous. So there was a bit where it was quite bad at either side and a vehicle stopped to allow me to go in the middle to get through. Mm-hmm. Then they went through, and then someone went through. So you'll still get some that have been patient, but by and large, people were being quite cooperative. And it was just a case of taking it steady around those bits, and once you got past that bit, you were okay. Um, and it, it's interesting how you do have a mixture of people that are sensible, do things the right way, and you have some that are just, just want to be there first. I mean, there was one point where... A vehicle was going through it and somebody else was impatient, which means that not only had they then got the swell of the water that the other vehicle had created, they then got the splashback yeah. as well, whereas if they'd have just waited for like 30 seconds. People can't, though. People don't wait. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I observed a lot of that on the way home. Um, I did find out that Magna, where we used to work, that was closed off because that's the bit that floods really badly. Yeah. But you think about it, that means that people at Meadowhall were really quite stuffed. Well, if most of the the arterial routes out of that area are closed because of flooding, yeah. there's nowhere they I can mean, go. People did try to leave Meadowhall, but at one point people were just stuck in traffic. They turned the engine off and they'd just not moved for an hour. Because the main routes were bad and the risk of the river bursting was higher and higher, mm. the police then started to redirect people back into the car parks. And I would imagine trying to get as many people in the upper car park rather than the lower one, yeah. because then if it did go, they're less likely to have been caught a cropper. They did start letting people out, but that was only benefiting people that have got vehicles. 
the ones that were stuck overnight because they couldn't get to public transport were stuck. I'd seen people that have had to walk 30, 40 minutes to get to a pickup point where somebody could get them. Yeah. Which in itself is a risk. Of course it is. Um, there's a street near where we live here where we nearly bought a house and we never did. Um, that's always been near a, a river point, but the, the walkway where it's near, um, the some of the walls cracking. So the advice was people not to go there because if that cracked and it went, you'd get taken with it because it's not just the height of the water, it's the speed of the water with the runoff and things. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's the, it is the the speed of the water that's going to cause more damage than anything else. To be to be to be fair, but uh, anyway, that's that's how things are here at the moment. Uh, thank you for uh, for joining me on this, Caroline. Um, maybe I'll invite you back later on in the month, and we'll talk about something a bit more cheery. Yeah, like it's all sunshine and rainbows, but given the time of year, that's unlikely. <laughs> yeah, sunshine, rainbow, no. There were sunshine and rainbows last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're talking figuratively, but... Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so I hope you enjoy this, and uh, I will catch you tomorrow. See ya. Bye.